Hi everyone, Sane Man here. This video is brought to you by a donation from Terry, and here's what he very briefly has to say. Hi Sane Man, I read an article about the declining birth rates in countries including the West. That there'll be very few kids by the 2050s. This is the fault of no-fault divorce in the West, unquote. Well Terry, thanks for the donation as well as the topic. No-fault divorce is part of the trend, but it's not all of it. You hear feminists complain that the reason that women earn less money with regards to the wage gap is because it's the fault of the patriarchy. Meanwhile, the explanation is complicated. It has to do with women working shorter hours than men. Women working in fields where they work more with people instead of with things that scale up. As well as women unwilling to work the 3D jobs. Those being difficult, dangerous, and dirty. Collapsing birth rates and fertility have to do with a number of factors. The largest reason for population collapse is thanks to urbanization. When you live in a city, you don't need children to take care of the pigs and chickens now, do you? Or to be your junior labor force. Instead, you're limited by space in a city, so you have less of those kids. Places like Canada, as well as the United States in both Eastern and Western Europe, were already at or below replacement fertility back in the late 1960s and early 70s, before no-fault divorce. Sure, other things like the birth control pill falling real income after 1971, when women enter the workforce, as well as when the U.S. got off the gold standard also dropped the number of kids being born. But today we have hookup culture, the internet, and massive amounts of women being educated, in addition to no-fault divorce dropping birth rates. That's why it's hilarious when I hear white nationalists showing up on my channel saying that MGTOW is all about destroying them white babies. What they don't realize is that fertility rates can't be fixed, unless we use some sort of new technology. Humans don't want to reproduce as much anymore. We are seeing birth rates collapsing globally, even in parts of Africa that are now getting smartphones to their citizens. The smiling face of a baby can't compete with the dopamine rush from your digital device. White nationalists blaming MGTOW for falling birth rates is like someone claiming that it's the sprinkles on top of the chocolate sundae that are making people fat. They don't seem to see all the calorie-rich ice cream under those sprinkles and blame them for the obesity instead. I'll discuss more in a moment. But let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, Hex. No, not the Hex girls from Scooby-Doo, but Hex, the cryptocurrency. It was up 40 times higher in October of 2021 when compared to October 2020. Buying and holding Bitcoin should be the backbone of any cryptocurrency portfolio. But if you're going to speculate on altcoins like Dogecoin, then consider Hex too. The longer you stake, the more you make. This is not financial advice, so please do your own research before buying any crypto assets. You can purchase it from a crypto exchange. The instruction link is down below. Anyways, now back to blame MGTOW for falling fertility rates, Clown World Show. I find it hilarious how those on the far right keep attacking us and blaming us for less white babies being born, when in fact it's women that have the ultimate say in reproduction. But you won't see them attacking white women for not having more babies because they're white knights. No pun intended. They can't blame women because they're blue-pilled and at most they can say is, it's feminism's fault, but they'll never come out saying that being a woman means that by default all women are feminists, regardless of if they only want the gains from first and second wave feminism. I don't see a problem with giving women the right to vote and work. If that's balanced on the other side with reproductive technologies that allow us at the very least to maintain our population or slowly shrink it or grow it if we choose. However, we need to grow it if we want economic growth. But economic growth also requires an inflationary monetary system. So if we shrink the population, we need a deflationary one. But there are also hurdles to using new technologies to reproduce these days. 
A few days ago on my Twitter feed, I saw a picture of a man in a birthing pool, and the caption read that the guy had given birth via surrogate to his new son. The woman posting this picture said it was disgusting, and she probably figured out that this is bad as a technology with regards to a male reproductive strategy that would make her obsolete one day, and now she was trying to promote how horrible this act was. Recently, we saw Dave Rubin and his partner, as well as Pete Buttigieg, in his Have Kids Through Surrogacy, and they were attacked for doing so. Single fathers, or even a couple of fathers, are being shamed and attacked. How dare you deprive the child of a mother is usually the argument coming from most women. But what they're forgetting is that they're already depriving children of fathers through divorce. Men using these sorts of technologies aren't falling for their old tricks, and once this sort of thing happens in the gay community enough, then straight men will see it and find it socially acceptable. Plus, it's not like that child doesn't have a biological mother. The egg had to come from somewhere, and the kid can reunite with his mother one day at a later time and learn all about them and spend time with them. Women are starting to get pissed off that men are using surrogates, and not only the straight males. The attacks have now only begun, and I've seen them convincing conservative men to attack them as well. If the white nationalists want white babies and want to stop the collapse, then it's time to step up and have some kids through surrogacy, perhaps. Preferably male children, because if we can get the male population to roughly 55-60% to 60 of the general population, we can make women's votes no longer matter. After all, the majority of men vote right or center-right, so that would force governments that have majority male voters to be fiscally responsible because that's what men generally want in their elected representatives. Accountability. Plus, with surrogacy and eventually artificial wombs, if we develop those, we're looking at being able to reproduce the existing population to match the available resource pool found around us. But I don't see that happening with regards to growth. Instead, I see the 21st century being looked back on by historians as the century of deflation. Deflation of the population. Deflation of natural resource availability deflation of money through the embrace of Bitcoin on the Lightning Network. Overall, it's like the human species has a penis that got in a cold pool and came out smaller on the other side thanks to shrinkage. If that happens, maybe I can finally go to national parks like I did in the early 2000s without being swarmed by thousands of selfie-seeking people. Not only that, but if automation did many of the mundane tasks like accounting, building houses, cooking, and cleaning, we could afford to selectively breed more creative type personalities with divergent thinking patterns, instead of those that are for the most part sheeple. I recently spoke to a female cousin. She's a university professor in a creative field about the lack of truly creative people in our society. She said that we creative thinkers are rare. I told her it pisses me off because I rarely have like-minded people to talk to. But if we could have automation and AI do most of the low creativity jobs, and we identify the trait openness, personality type, and our genes, then we might be able to increase the number of original thinkers in our species through genetic engineering or natural selection of certain eggs, possibly making all or most of us that way so that our species can progress much faster with creative thinking. We need more creative problem solvers and not worker drones in a future where technology could do most of our manual labor. Unfortunately, our gynocentric education system doesn't want that. It wants mostly those that follow the rules to rule. Jordan Peterson has mentioned that the creative types never rise high enough in the hierarchy to make a difference, because they're bringing in too many new ideas at the bottom that usually rock the boat. They're also uncomfortable working under someone else's uncreative rules. But creative people with the right tools and encouragement can make societies and civilizations flourish. It's just about finding a way to unlock their potential. The internet allowed us to do that, and now in Canada with Bill C-67, they might try and stop free-flowing ideas and information. 
and claim that they're just hate speech to silence those that want to change the world. But getting back to population collapse, the problem for creative types is they are quite often too busy being creative to actually reproduce. How many of the greatest artists and inventors out there do you know that ever had children? Even the few that did, how many of them actually had children that were just as successful or more successful than their artistic parents? So I suspect the trait openness personality is pretty rare, because we don't reproduce as much. As for declining populations, the dopamine devices in our pockets, i.e. cell phones, will be what ultimately gets the fertility rates down under one in most developed Western countries. We saw that in South Korea during the pandemic. It's a place that doesn't have tiny hats, and yet its population along with Japan and China is falling. I hate the white nationalists for constantly claiming it's the tiny hat conspiracy to destroy the European nations. How about they just see the truth, which is that urbanization, along with technology, are bringing those fertility rates down. I know plenty of people from that community that aren't reproducing either. So there goes that conspiracy theory out the window. In a weird twist of fate, I put together a video recently called White Women Need to Have More Black Babies on YouTube because I knew it would piss off the far right. Meanwhile, a few days ago on Twitter, I saw someone say that the cops are looking for a person that put up racist graffiti. The graffiti said that white people need to not have white babies, and the authorities are looking into it. This is in the Canadian province of Alberta, which leans to the right. My video title was sarcastic, but all it takes is extremists on the right to show up and take my video title literally, and eventually gain power one day, and they might see me the way that feminists see me today. What was really interesting about the so-called hate speech graffiti in Alberta was that it would be ignored in most liberal parts of Canada, because that's what liberals actually want, the mixing of the population. Unfortunately, the liberals and socialists haven't thought things through, because if they make society poor, then what happens is you get less ethnic mixing. If you want to see that in action, then look at California. The more you try and make everyone the same and impoverish everyone to do so, the more people stick with their own racial groups. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Also, those on the right don't realize that urbanization and technology innovation is going to drop their birth rates down as well. A country like Japan or Germany is a perfect example of this. They're extremely conservative, yet still have falling populations. Even Utah, the most religious right-leaning state in America, now has below replacement fertility. I guess that must be the fault of MGTOW as well. I find it hilarious how people criticize confirmed bachelors for being bad for the survival of the human species. But don't criticize the cell phone that's in their pocket that's doing way more damage to the fertility rate than a bunch of men that don't want to get married and subsequently have their lives ruined. It's almost always young guys in their early 20s in the far right that criticize me. Then again, it might not be them at all. It could be leftists posting that stuff believing that it's those on the so-called far right that are more likely to buy into the arguments than I dish out. So they'll stop listening to my content if they attack it. If that's the case then it just shows how disconnected the left is from understanding male nature and the choice to not get married. It's not a political statement for us. It's a personal statement of self-sovereignty. They unfortunately believe that men think and do things out of the same sense of collectivism that they have without realizing that we're individuals first. But enough of my ramblings. I guess you can see this video as a sort of thought experiment trying to get some of my ideas out that aren't worthy of their own videos. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Terry for the donation and topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that men that use surrogates don't even have to smash a woman's slit to stand between her legs and catch that baby with the catcher's mitt. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. 
this channel's been demonetized. And if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for 45 US dollars. And I won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the people that blame MGTOWs for not wanting to sacrifice our lives to keep their dream of an expanding Aryan utopia away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.